We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Big K Morning Show. Welcome to March weekend. Looking good. 70s next week. We'll take it. I'm Larry Richard, Marty Griffin. Looks like he'll be back on Monday if all things go well today. He's getting a check up, and that'll be great. Meanwhile, we welcome Rich Fitzgerald, Allegheny County Executive, who for 12 years, have you had a chance to breathe and kind of detox, even though you jumped into a new position right away? Uh, yes. Uh, it's It's been amazing the last couple of months. Um, first of all, being home at night to have dinner with my wife. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, we had a new grandchild a little over four months ago. Uh, we babysit for her now. And, uh, you know, I, I look out the window and when I see the snow coming, um, it's not my snow I have to worry about anymore. All, all that instantaneous checking of the phone when, you know, is the county manager calling with some crisis that, that's happening, uh, you know, whether it's a bridge issue or a, a train derailment or a, a shooting, you know, whatever it might be. It's just a different role. And it's constant, though. It, it was constant. In it was. that role for 12 years, 24-7. Sure, sure. And and I love doing it. I, I don't mean to, to, to say it wasn't, but after 12 years, it was enough. Uh, very few people, have, have, quite frankly, very few have had the, the, the luxury or the privilege of having that role for 12 years. But it was certainly time to turn it over to, to somebody else. You were term limited out. Yes. Would you have stayed? Uh, it's hard to say. I, you know, Larry, I, I always knew that was the role. So there was never – it's almost like saying, uh, you know, a, a high school athlete, boy, do you have to graduate? Would you Would you want to stay a fifth year? I guess in college I get to do that with redshirting. But I knew what the role was. So it, it, there was never a never decision a that was made. It. The decision was already made by the, by the home rule charter. So – I knew it was coming, so it wasn't a decision I had to make. I, it's hard to say. I don't know. For those that don't know, you have eight children. Yes. Didn't they all go to Penn State? They did. They That's did. That's unbelievable. Well, we live almost in the shadow of, of uh, in the East End in Squirrel Hill of CMU, Pitt, you know, Chatham are all right there. I think they wanted to get away. You know, I think it wasn't, uh, while they're great institutions, I think, you know, to be in a couple of hours away. And once my oldest went there, my daughter Jocelyn, uh, who is back in Pittsburgh now? Six of the eight are actually back in Pittsburgh. Um, they all went to visit her, and there must be something about that. I didn't go there. My wife didn't go there, but it's it's yeah, a great you're place. A CMU grad, and uh, I had a brother who went to Penn State. I had a brother who went to Pitt. So remember when they used to play? Good arguments that, around on Friday after Thanksgiving <laughs> exactly, football yeah. games. Yeah, yes. and it was funny. My mom and I were kind of neutral at the time, right? <laughs> but uh, eight kids. You're busy enough 
and this is your first grandchild. This is our so first grandchild, know. and and we since found that my I have another daughter, my daughter Erin, who lives in Philadelphia. Her and her husband Mike are expecting in September, so this will be our we'll have our second one in a few months. So it starts well, to come. And I told you, it's one of the few things in life, especially at this stage, that's better than you think it'll be. It, Was I right? What a delight! Uh, little Nelly, uh, my son Tanner, and, and his wife Maddie Saxon. They they had her in October and uh it's just a joy and and you know for Kathy and I it's you know we're just so blessed and and it is again at this point in our life where I do have a little more time uh I'm not running every weekend to six or seven events on a Saturday and Sunday you know we do get to spend a little time uh with her and I've always said you're a half person from everybody in this town so Rich and I your daughter my youngest daughter played against each other in basketball at some point when you were councilman Yep. And it was like, hey, Rich, I never knowing, you know, how the world is. It's unbelievable the connections in this town. If you and you know this more than anybody because you were canvassing this community all the time, you know, everybody. It's amazing the connections and certainly the other connection, I guess, going to Central Catholic is another very close, you know, the alumni are so, are so strong. But this town, it really is. And my family goes back many generations and in, in, on both sides, my mom's side and my dad's side. So cousins and second cousins that are really all over the region. And uh, you're right, you're one degree of separation uh, of, of somebody. I always say, watch what you say about somebody because you're liable to be talking to one of their relatives. or something. That's great advice. <laughs> uh, speaking of stepping aside, we heard about Bill Hillgrove and his uh, 30 years as the play-by-play voice of the Steelers. I want to talk about that with you coming up. And also, do you know Greg Lobble from Central? Absolutely. The Lobble family was famous at Central as wrestlers. The wrestling connection. I think one of them might have even coached for a while, but they were great, great wrestlers and back I heard in the Greg day. Greg was a great football player, too. Yes, yes. Football and wrestling, yes. He's going to be part of our Feed the Need show tonight. I'll tell you why he made <laughs> national news You'll love this. National news. Coming up next. Wow. K is special because they were the first ones. It's their yeah. first thing. This is the Big K Morning Show. The voice you hear is Rich Fitzgerald, a familiar voice, especially on this radio station over the years, and especially Rich during the pandemic. And I, I want to you know, commend you for what you did during a very unsettling and un, really unknown where we were going for the whole process. And, and I thought it was so important that you visited with Marty every day to just give us an update. And I look forward to it myself, just as a citizen, as a listener, just like what's going on. It, it was, I mean, as we're coming upon the, the you know, the fourth anniversary of, of the, when the outbreak began in March of uh, 2020, um, you never know when you run for office, particularly an office like this, uh, that what's going to land on your desk or what's going to land on your shoulders. Uh, and across the country, as we, we went through this, my background is certainly not in health. It wasn't anything that I, I felt very comfortable with. Um, I feel comfortable with economic development, workforce development, infrastructure, things like that. Um, but this is what happens. And we were very fortunate at the time that we had hired a new health department director, Dr. Deborah Bogan, coming on board uh, from local. She was from, from UPMC at, at Children's Hospital. And we knew that this news and, and the information was so critical because there was so many unknowns. 
And so we did go on. I went on every morning at 11 o'clock with Marty, and it would be the update, and people would set their clocks to listen to know, are the cases up? Are the cases down? Right. Where can I get a vaccine? How many vaccines are going to be available in the next couple of days? Where can we go? The information was so critical because everybody was home. Everybody was literally locked down and and listening to the radio or listening to trying to get news reports online or whatever it might be. And I hear so many people when I even today, you know, walking into a grocery store, people come up to me. I turned on that radio every morning at 11 o'clock to get your report. And me too. And, and I, I mean, work here. It, it just became a, a thing. And I give Marty a lot of credit because he knew, you know what, we got to get this out. And I know, you know, when you're in the radio business, you guys are in, you got to entertain people and you've got to do a lot of other things to keep people um, interested. But as a public service, you know, every morning at 11 o'clock, I'd get the report from Dr. Bogan and the health department and then, and then I'd relay it. Are the cases up? Are the cases down? We're in, and you kind of remember if you forget some of these things. Are we red? Are we green? Are we yellow? What, what, you know, what, what is our region in? And in some ways, it seems like ancient history and almost surreal that it really happened. But yeah, you know, here we are four years later. The masking and the social distancing and all the things that we went through, the washing of the hands and the spraying of surfaces, and I mean, things we learned and uh, you know, unlearned. But it, it just was a. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that, uh, and and I I almost forget it myself. I mean, it, it, even though I, I I lived it and lived it every day, it was a very very stressful time in uh, in in the world, but but certainly in this nation and, and in this region. One of the most surreal things for me was to be the public address announcer at Acrisure Stadium for a Steelers game with no fans. Oh, it was incredible. Well, I I remember <laughs> that you know the health department had to put out regulations if people could open up, whether it was a bar, a restaurant, right. a, a health salon. And the sports teams, of course, were clamoring to be able to get fans back. Sure. And we had a rule that if you're going to be a, go to a Steeler game, you had to wear a mask. And I'm thinking, boy, Steeler fans sometimes <laughs> won't even wear shirts in 20-degree in weather. Let alone get... They're not going to wear <laughs> masks. I give, I, I remember talking to Art and, and Jimmy Sacco and, and the team and says, look, <laughs> Dr. Bogan says you have they you got to you got to enforce that your ushers have to make sure and they were really good about it. You'd watch on TV and Steeler fans were sitting there wearing their masks separated. I said, "Wow, we're I was I was pleasantly surprised. varying degrees, but there were some games where there was absolutely no fans. None. And, yes, and, and there's a JJ Watt. The Steelers were playing. You know TJ's brother who's retired, and he's sitting there on the bench and he's miked. So you saw this after the fact, and it's so quiet because when the commercials were on TV, it was dead quiet. You could hear the players talking on the field, and JJ goes, "What is that?" And they go, "They look up. They go, that's the blimp." And they they're hearing this. He goes, "I never heard the blimp before." <laughs> Speaking of the Steelers, uh, I want to talk about Bill Hillgrove coming up a little bit. He made a major announcement about 24 hours ago. You talk about the, the the passing of the torch, or the I mean, what a legend, uh, truly a legend, and and for the Steelers, and obviously he's still going to continue with with Pitt Pitt basketball and Pitt football. But you know, my son, I, I saw him yesterday, and he said he's the only announcer I've ever known. Right. It's like, and he's thirty three years old. Like it's not like he's for uh, Steeler fans, he's the soundtrack of the team for thirty seasons. So every you'll, game, you'll hear what he had to say. Uh, coming up, we're with Rich Fitzgerald, 
on the Big K Morning Show. Shotgun snap. Oh, and there's a man in his face in the pass. It's caught in the end zone for the nine-yard touchdown by Kanate Mumfield. A great over-the-shoulder catch with Pace, the star linebacker, in pursuit. The voice of the great Bill Hillgrove and doing a pit call there, but he announced yesterday after 30 seasons as the play-by-play voice of the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's going to retire from that, but he is going to stay with working with the University of Pittsburgh basketball and football program. And here's what he had to say about his decision. I'll quote Chuck Knoll. If you're thinking about it, it's time. I'll have a chance to spend more time with my family, more time at Conneaut Lake. It's all good reasons, and I'll miss being around the Steelers nation. I miss the guys in the booth. I miss the fans. miss the players. But you got to make tough decisions, and this has been a tough one. And I'm sure it has. I've known Bill for a long time, working over at WTAE right out of college. We're with Rich Fitzgerald, former Allegheny County executive, Central grad, another central guy. Uh, first of all, what a legend, um, and what a, a, a service he's done bringing those, that action through the radio station uh, for the Steelers for 30 years and obviously for Pitt even more, half a century. Um, <laughs> it's incredible what he has done and what he has meant to this community. Uh, he's not only a central grad that, that uh, I, I followed him, but also he's a St. Lawrence O'Toole boy, a Garfield boy. Um, which is also where I went to uh, to grade school. And uh, Bill was always somebody that we all looked up to and just such a professional. And I, I actually did get to know him. I has gotten, have gotten to know him in, in the role I, I serve now. And, you know, we play bocce together during the uh, Italian days and uh, Little Italy days. And he's just a great, great guy. And just he embodies Pittsburgh so much uh, in so many ways. And uh, he's uh, – Passing of the torch. It's a, it's a changing of the guard, so to speak. It's really something. Imagine, Rich, for me, out of college going to work at WTAE Radio, but they were all together. They had two radio stations and obviously the ABC affiliate TV station. When I got there, Paul Long was there, uh, Joe DiNardo, Don Cannon, and then the sports team with Bill Hillgrove was the sports director with Stan Saverin, John Staggerwald, and Myron Cope. Imagine that wow, that group of guys and hearing in the hallways, Myron yelling and mm, ha, you know, and, and Bill, <laughs> the one thing I loved about Bill was even though you were a newbie, right? Whatever you want to call it, rookie, an intern, he never treated people like they weren't worthy. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I try I've I've done over a hundred pit football games with him, so we've traveled everywhere. I've never seen that man mistreat a person, whether it's the guy operating the elevator in the stadium or the chancellor. He treated everybody the same. And the one thing he said to us young guys at the time that resonated was, leave wherever you go a little better when you leave where you went. You know, it's like, wow. Great, great advice. And and I, my own, as I was first executive and, you know, you're the new guy and, uh, I remember doing a banquet with um, with Bill. I think it was a sp- Italian Sports Hall of Fame banquet one year, and he made me feel so welcome. And here I'm intimidated. Here's this legendary announcer, and I get to meet him for the first time, and he made you feel just so welcome. Hey, you know, you're going to speak after me, and uh, you know, make sure you do. And he was just just so welcoming and so good. 
And I'll tell you, if they do a Mount Rushmore of announcers uh, in in on the on Mount Washington, Bill Hillgrove's uh, bust will be up on that uh, up on that mountain. I agree. He'd be one of them. And think about just the thirty years with the Steelers. Yeah, you mentioned the fifty doing football for Pitt, fifty five for basketball. Incredible. Yes, but that thirty year period, he went to four Super Bowls. They won two of those. He announced all. I mean, imagine what he did get to bring us in that 30-year span. Millions of people. And and, and way back when, um, you got your you, – you watched a game or listened to a game because they weren't on TV like they are now. It was the radio that brought you right. the action uh, of Pitt and even the Steelers for, for many years. Um, and people probably forget that the Immaculate Reception was not on TV locally. Um, you, you know, it's, it's just a different day. So this generation might not be able to appreciate that. But Bill brought the game to life. The Tony Dorsett years, the Dan Marino years, you know, the Billy Knight years in basketball. Uh, that was how you got your pit information. It was not on TV like every game is today. And he's fortunate that he's able to do this on his terms. He still sounds great like yes. Bill Hillgrove. He's still passionate and enthusiastic. And the good news for us is we'll still hear his voice doing hoops and football for Pitt. But uh, salute to Bill Hillgrove. Now, I want to talk about in just a minute what you're doing now after 12 years of running Allegheny County, considered to be uh, top three most important jobs in the state of Pennsylvania. So so now I, 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 I'm executive director of an organization called the Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission. This is the 10-county region. And by the 10-county, think about you know the Union Towns in, in Fayette County, uh, the Butlers up in Butler County, uh, the Latrobes in Westmoreland County, El Equipa, et cetera. We are all southwestern Pennsylvania. We're all Pittsburghers, right? We all root for the black and gold, whether it be the Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins. So what this organization does is work with our county commissioners uh, and the county executive and the mayor of the city of Pittsburgh to, you know, develop infrastructure uh, f priorities, uh, fixing roads and bridges, uh, workforce development, economic development, things that I was always passionate about as county executive. I get to do it now for this elected board. And it's basically 27 county commissioners plus the county executive and the mayor, 29 elected officials who kind of are all my bosses. And we develop priorities. It's a 50-member uh, staff of people who work on all those various things. We build trails. We do the locks and dams. We do uh, freight and rail. We do broadband. We do a lot of the roads and bridges that, you know, the orange cones people probably get upset about uh, are probably funded through through the SPC. So it's things that I do. Uh, we, we had our first meeting just a few days ago. Uh, Pat Fabian, who we're going to hear from in a little bit, the county commissioner as the chair uh, from Armstrong County, which is a great, great community that that Pat represents uh, in his third term. And um, I get to work on things I've always wanted to work on, but I don't have to do it immediately. You know, when the when the bridge collapses, they don't call Rich Fitzgerald anymore. They'll call the right. mayor, the county executive, the county commissioner from whatever county it's from. More with Rich Fitzgerald and anxious to hear from Pat Fabian in Armstrong County coming up at the top of the hour in the Big Cam Morning Show. Download the free Odyssey app. Take us with you wherever you go. A-U-D-A-C-Y. And many Pittsburghers do. Even when they move, they like to keep in touch what's happening in Pittsburgh. Larry Richard with Rich Fitzgerald, former Allegheny County executive. And in his new role with the Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission, 
We're going to talk to a gentleman named Pat Fabian up in Armstrong County here right after the news, Rich. Uh, you heard Pat Septak, our newsman, mention a nonstop flight Pittsburgh to New York. The airport has been something you've been really active and passionate about, starting with it being energy self-sufficient. I think that's remarkable, and almost nobody outside your circles probably knows that. It's the only airport in America that is literally off the grid, produces its own energy uh, with solar and natural gas. Uh, so, you know, we've seen over over time certain airports when when storms come through and knocks uh, knocks the power out. Some of the airports, L.A., for example, and Atlanta, some of the major airports were out for over a day, over 24 hours, 36 hours, almost shut down that part of the country. Um, yeah, they do some amazing things. And we're going to hear from Paul Hoback a little after 8 o'clock. Paul's running the construction project uh, out at Pittsburgh International Airport. And when it opens, this community is just going to be awestruck because it's going to change how we do things the, the customer experience and getting your bags and all the, t you know, TSA and all the, the stress that we all go through when you travel is going to be, it's still going to have some, but it's it's going to be much, much better. And Pittsburghers are really going to be proud. And by the way, it's being built by Pittsburghers. The steel, Western Pennsylvania steel from, from Ambridge um, that, that's building at 100% of that is from there. So this is something we can take a lot of pride in. And, yes, another flight to New York, uh, a, a cheaper flight. People always are looking for uh, less expensive flights to be able to get where they uh, they need to go. Especially New York City. Especially and, New York. You know, over the years, talked about how the airline industry has changed when we were a U.S. Airways hub and how we could go nonstop to a lot more cities. You've been – in your 12 years as executive, just working this to try to maximize the opportunities we do have. Well, Christina Casotas and Paul and that team have literally worked on that every day. It was one of the first things I heard coming in 13, 12, 13 years ago about the lack of flights. And it's hard to believe we lost the hub. It's now 20 years since we lost the hub. Like that's how, you know, we, we see this passage of time. I, I think of that way and like, wow, that's it's a been that long. And we're exactly. So, and you only had the one airline pretty much, and they kind of had a monopoly. So the prices that you paid were, while you could get the places, were, were pretty high. Now that we have so many different choices, and, and you mentioned Spirit, uh, Frontier is going to be going to Philadelphia, I think, in May, and they're like $19 flights. So there, there's things that have that have brought a little more competition and a little more choice to the, to the traveling public. And I think the airport, uh, as it opens up and really becomes more of a world-class uh, operation, uh, something we can really be proud of here in Pittsburgh. But there's not going to be a tram. No, you're, you're not going to have the tram anymore because you're <laughs> going to be so close to your gate when you get out of your car or you get dropped off by your loved one or your Uber or whatever that you won't need the tram. You'll just be able to go get your ticket, go through TSA, boom, boom, boom. It's it's right there. So we're, we're trying to make it a little better. Is that mall, which unfortunately for the mall after 9-11, they had to restrict people going there. Prior to that, you were able to shop at the mall if you were taking loved ones, picking people up, if you weren't yourself traveling. Well, is there access to that? I know you get maybe like a pass to go in for a while. There will be certain things you're able to do, and I think Paul Paul Hoback will be able to tell okay. us there's going to be outdoor eating areas and outdoor recreation areas with green spaces that 
you don't think of a green space when you go to the airport, right? You're kind of locked in the terminal, but they're, they're changing the, the, the customer experience, including the people who are going to be doing the, the dropping off and waiting for your loved one to, to come back to Pittsburgh. So there's going to be a lot of changes that, you know, uh, after 30 years of 32 years of, of an airport that I think the local Pittsburgher and by Pittsburgher, again, this is a regional airport from, you know, all over the southwestern Pennsylvania region who use Pittsburgh International Airport that we'll, we're, we'll really appreciate. And we're going to get an update on that coming up right after the news at eight. And we're going to go live to Armstrong County, 10 counties you work with now 10 counties from indiana to fayette to green to lawrence and that's uh it's exciting it's and again we all have these similar experiences and you mentioned about the the one degree of separation i guarantee you, you somebody listening has a as a relative in pittsburgh has a relative in one of these other counties as well it's all part of what we are black and gold people t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.